good evening and welcome to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern episode 98. I'm Jamie and I am joined once again by MPV Graham. Hello. Hello MPV Graham, how are you? I am good. I was enjoying the any good Fold any good phones lately? <laughs> <laughs> I have, you saw it. You oh, enjoyed it oh. too. Sexy, maybe we'll work that out again later on when we talk about a very specific game. Uh, but it's not just the two of us, much to everybody's uh, disappointment. It was also joined by Millie Man Ian. On me Millie again. Man Ian, you, how are you? Have you cheered up in the last 30 seconds? Of course I have. I'm always happy. <laughs> <laughs> and the glue that keeps us all together, Scottish Ruff Ross. Hello. Hello, Scottish Ruff Ross. No ladies' favourite Daniel this week. Uh, he's uh, He's out. Uh, a bit under the weather, I believe. So we'll, you know, wish well wishes to you, Daniel. Um, but you're going to miss we out some wonderful chat, including some news on Ian's favourite franchise, Gears of War. Yeah, boy. So uh, it was the 16th anniversary of the original Gears of War a few days ago, and there were lots of bit, you know, bits and pieces tweeted out by various people. But the main one was from Netflix, who are adapting Gears of War for a feature film and an adult animated series. Um, that, that's literally all the news there is. It was just tweeted out. They haven't given us any details on casting or uh, if it would be uh, like an anime, uh, um, like a anime style thing, or if it would be more realistic animation type thing. Or any, they really need any better bit. terminology than adult animated adult, series. Well, I mean, you know, who doesn't <laughs> want to see Marcus, that's for sure. Marcus smash Tom's <laughs> back door in, eh? Um, but so this is obviously very, very exciting. Happy with that. I'm just, right. I'm just, <laughs> just looking at this story on the Hollywood Reporter, uh, who said the comes, the announcement comes long after. Oh fucking hell! Get me words out. Start again. The announcement comes after long months of negotiations in a competitive environment with the streamer nabbing the rights and partnering with the coalition uh, game developer behind the franchise. Uh, they say grand ambitions for the title and a plan was first adapting the video game into a live action feature film, followed by an adult animated series. Kinky. Um, wow. Everything turns up. If everything turns up roses, more stories could follow. Um, again, no details at all. But there's been lots of fan speculation on who they'd like to see play Marcus and Dom and, and Baird. And sure, it's that. Batista, isn't it? I mean, it's Batista's good. number one, surely, because he was he's Batista. been calling for it for ages. And yeah, he, was he actually in the game. came out and was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll make this simple for you guys." Yeah, he, <laughs> he, I think he was speaking to when Gears Five came out. He was like, "I'd love to play Marcus Phoenix." And then they actually put him in Gears Five as like a DLC where you could replace uh, his what's his skin name? With a... yeah. yeah. Oh. What's the guy who does the voice? He does does Bender. Um... Who the Bender? Oh, Joe DiMaggio or something. Yeah, like. DiMaggio. Yeah, yeah, Joe DiMaggio he replaces his whole character with Batista's likeness and his voice. Yeah. Um, okay. I didn't really. I only played it for a little bit because I much prefer the the original Marcus. But he's he is probably a shoe in for Marcus Phoenix. But does anybody have any opinions on Dom? Uh, Coltrane, Baird, or uh, even Carmine, who they'd like to see get killed off within the first the, hour. I think the voice actor and the like mocap actor for Cole should just be the actor, Lester Spite. He should be the guy that does Cole. Yeah, um, he's a big fucker as well, isn't he? He's, he's, fucking, he's, well, he's like an ex, ex-American football player and ex-professional wrestler. Hmm. Um, for Dom, uh, John Berenthal? Yeah, I've seen a lot of people... Yeah. Yeah, I think throwing him around, and then well, Clive... that would make it improve him anyway. <laughs> That'll make Dom yeah. slightly more likable. <laughs> Cliff Bullen, the like the actual guy for the original Gears, he said for Beard, he wants to see Ryan Reynolds. I was like, I can't see Ryan Reynolds doing a no. Gears. Yeah, I think no, he's although I think his character might suit Beard. Yeah, I think he's 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 not he's quite too big. He hasn't got the the 
the girth about him, as it were. No, even um, Will Beard's the smallest that's of the four. Terrible wording. Surely they like, can sort oh, well, of for the adult the animated film. For, yeah, uh, but, true. Um, I was thinking for Baird, as much as I'll, like five years ago, probably would have fucking slapped myself in the face. I think John Cena might make quite a good Cena. Bear. I've seen Cena been put out quite a lot for because he's, Baird. I've quite enjoyed him in, in you various have Batista films and Cena in the same film. Though. Wait, no, you could have the full lot of wrestlers. You could have Batista, you could have Cena. As Xavier Dom, Woods. you could have. I mean, they've got to be in it as well because they were in, yeah, the Rock. They they were in um the De- Gears Five as well as multiplayer characters. So they've got to have the the new day in there at some point. Um, and then and on Coltrane, Terry Crews, maybe, yeah, Terry Crews, or Terry again going down the wrestling route, someone like Bobby Lashley, or uh, I've lost myself now, but I was thinking Brock Lesnar as well, possibly for uh, Baird as well, because I think he could be quite funny. That's a and fucking big build. He's he's built like a brick shit ass as well. That's a big <laughs> ass build. But has Brock got any acting chops? I think he'd surprise people. I think he'd be quite entertaining as as Baird. Um, but again, whether he's he might be too big, like you said, for yeah, for, <laughs> I can't fit in this suit. Um, so obviously that's that's sort of casting the live action lot. This is a film, you know. However, whatever, would you guys want to see it retell the story of like the first game so or I think tell a side story? Is- I think it's a precursor. I think it's Marcus's okay. story to do with why he's in jail. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, how he ended up in jail at the beginning of the first game. Sorry, yeah. and I know we haven't played it yet, but spoiling the beginning of the first game. <laughs> oh, we start my off God, in jail. And him and, to... and, and, is it going to play it tomorrow as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, that'd be interesting because I don't think they've ever revealed how he was, well, what he was in jail well, for, was it? Yeah, they they did. that was what was, um, was that not what Judgment was about? Was that well, not nobody why he... remembers Judgment. Um, but was he obviously court martial because he disobeyed a direct order from the higher ups, mm. and that's why Possibly. he was court martial for it. Possibly, but they could have chose a better uh, vector for it than than judgment to to, re- to well, reveal yeah. such a, a big story moment. Um, yeah, so I think I'd quite like, yeah, like you said, a precursor or sort of like a small precursor, and then leading into the first game and sort of retelling some of the bigger moments from that. Yeah, um, I don't want them to jump straight to the to where we are now and and bring yeah we could bring kate into it ian oh my god she's got a headache god. i don't know if you realize this but she's got a bit of a headache she can't sleep my heart struggle to sleep oh close your fucking eyes bitch so um <laughs> yes this is exciting obviously no date or anything yet but this sort of is continuing the trend of netflix and paramount and stuff getting game licenses for tv shows and uh series and things like that is there anybody who's watched like the Resident Evil one or Cyberpunk? Uh, what's it called? Ed Runners or Witcher or Halo or any other any of the other ones? And do you do you think any any one of them would be like what they're aiming for in terms of quality? Uh, Cyberpunk really Witcher good. one was good. Witcher's good. I think uh, as I've seen a lot of big things getting said about the new Last of Us one. That's meant to look pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah. is, that on the, is that based on the main game or side story? Yeah. Or no, it's based on the main game. Yeah. It's straight out of the main game. Story, yeah. Um, I can't really think. Cyberpunk's brilliant. Cyberpunk's good as the anime thing. No, it's like, uh, yeah, the anime one. The animated one. I loved it. Brilliant. Um, Did anybody which... watch the Halo one yet? Because I, I had the Paramount Plus for a month and I didn't even start one episode before it ran out. No, I think like I got put no, off it for the fact that like the helmet coming off and all that. And I understand yeah, it's a bit different, likewise. but like keep the, <laughs> keep the continuity of like what a Spartan should be. So, but I mean, so Netflix has done well, like you said, Edge Runners, uh, Witcher, we'll skip over Resident Evil because I haven't watched that one yet. Probably pretty shit. Um, 
And they've done what's it, the Castlevania, and there was another. Uh, was it League of Legends? Castlevania. Arcane, yeah, they're, they're, was that what it was? Arcane, yeah, yeah. And they've all been really highly highly regarded. So hopefully they can they can whip out a, a decent Gears of War film is it slash Castlevania one. I didn't even know that one. Yeah, I think it's two it's series. Got an anime. It's got an yeah. anime on Netflix. And apparently, all every time I hear people talking about, it, they say it's fucking brilliant. Not big, not a big Castlevania fan, but yeah, the well, Assassin's Creed film shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's it wasn't Netflix, it was just shit. That was Netflix, but that's, shit. that's not even the worst Dead. adaptation. I think Jay's favorite House of the Dead got we did get House of the Film from um what was his name? The guy who did all the really shifts. Uh, Uber Bowl, wasn't it? Yeah, Uber Bowl, yeah. Did like the <laughs> Silent Hill and fucking House of Dead and uh, Silent... Resident Evils and the Silent Hill films weren't too bad. Yeah, but they weren't very good though, were they? They were they yeah, were the, the best of a bad cool. bunch, but yeah. Um Toilet bowl, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so hopefully, we get something fucking cracking because I think we've probably mentioned this before. But, like, obviously, Gears is known for its spectacle and like big set pieces and huge monsters and massive fights. And that, if they can get something like that along the lines of uh, I don't know, like the Marvel films, like really high end, like CGI, massive fucking broom axe and and lancer battles and all sorts of shit, I think we could be in for, for a good fun time. Oh, it'd be spectacular. Oh, yes, yeah. oh, yes. And as long as Marcus shouts nice at least once as he reloads, what is that reference? I don't get the reference. When you hit the perfect reload in Gears of War, Marcus shouts nice. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so that'd be cool. Uh, Netflix also got a Dragon Age. uh, Is it an animated program? Yes. Coming out in December. They've released a new trailer. Uh, Has anybody had a chance to watch this and any thoughts on it if they have? No, Silence. Not cool. I didn't bother watching it because I'm not really interested. But uh, it says here, according to the streaming company, Dragon Age Absolution will be released on December 9th, so not long to go. Uh, as is Netflix typical policy, all six episodes of the series will release on the same date. Uh, I mean, you could effectively watch it in one day. And a tweet promoting it that said, Welcome to Miriam's Story. The trailer can be viewed below on VGC's website, which I'm reading out right now. Obviously, you can't view it below right now because you're not reading it. Anyway, um, it, and the description for the show reads, uh, with great power at stake, a group of mages, fighters, and thieves go head-to-head against a sinister force possessing a dangerous artifact. Uh, this uh, animated series is created by... Oh, fucking hell. Margaret Scott, writer of Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, if that makes anything to anybody. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, again, I haven't actually watched the trailer because I'm not all that interested. I'm sure special guest Pete has. He's probably sitting there going, why didn't you invite me on to talk about this? <laughs> um but I didn't know it was coming out. I didn't know it was a thing, to be honest, until this afternoon. So that's pretty cool. And if they if they knock it out of the park with this, then I'm even more hopeful for the uh, the Gears of War adult anime. I'm going to keep calling it that, the adult animated series. Adult animes. Bam, bam, bam. Um, so yeah, so Gears of War, excellent. Dragon Age, Dragon Age excellent. Hopefully one, one day they'll do a decent Resident Evil and then everybody will be happy. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Uh, right, let's let's get Ross into some more conversation, shall we, Ross? I understand you like a bit of Mass Effect. Do you like a bit I mean, we effect? we all like a bit of Mass Effect, but I get the hint that you uh, probably enjoy it a little bit more than more than the rest of us. A little bit. Uh, Bioware and EA, EA were celebrating in Seven Day, which is always on November seventh. Um, and celebrate Mass Effect, all things to do with it. And they included a sneak peek at some upcoming artwork for the new Mass Effect Five, as well, along with some progress updates. Um, but, but I'm going to read that quite very quickly and then uh, you talk Ross one day when we're ready we'll have more to share on the next Mass Effect so thank you for being a part of a journey exceptionally exciting for the team and we'd love to continue sharing glimpses of what we're working on with you in the future 
Um, yeah, there's not really much in regards that's, to. I mean, that that's probably about as much of an update as. Yeah, that's all the game. Jesus. Like, yeah. we're not ready to give you an update, but when we can give you an update, we'll give you an update. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're still working. Promise. Uh, yeah. so here's a picture. Oh, this, nice. um, this here's new picture, bit of artwork. Here's a video clip, and here's some uh, voice of Liara talking to somebody. What what's all this new stuff about then? As limited is it, is there anything in there that you can glean from it, or anything to catch so, your eye? So basically, ask a question this... before we start. No. Go for it. Why is it five and not four? Because Andromeda was technically four. Um, but okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's not a very good reason, but that is yeah. the reason. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's just the, what they're calling it as well. They haven't actually called. Like, named yeah, it, it might not be five. five. Um, oh, okay, fair enough. So, so I assumed I thought it'd be four, and Andromeda was a spin-off. But if they count yeah. Andromeda as law, yeah, it's just. The pure Xbox here, they're just listening to that because it's technically the fifth, fifth massive game. That's all. There's no uh, official name. Anyway, Ross, sorry, carry on. So what they're, what they're basically saying from it is um, if you look at the, the the video type clip that they put up, it was it was a static video almost. Um, there was a couple of really like spaceships flying around, but you couldn't really see much else apart from it. Uh, what they were saying is that's a unique shape, really. You've never really seen a Mass Effect, really, that looks like that. So it could be what they're classing as like a deep space, really. That's the only place mm. that they've not really done. And that'll link how you get from the Milky Way and the original trilogy to the sort of Andromeda system, which they, they obviously introduced in the last one. And that'll explain a bit more than that. Then the voice that went with it was a sort of garbled transmission, which people have deciphered, and it's Liara talking. Um, can't remember exactly what it says word for word, but basically it's something to do with like the... the mistake. Yeah, the yeah, some of the deceptiveness of the human race, um, and it's basically hinting that although the destroy ending in Mass Effect Three was the canon ending, that it might not have actually destroyed all the artificial intelligence. So it's what well, it sounds like that's what's hinting at, at least. Mm. Um, but there's no really, there wasn't really much to take away from it other than yeah. a few bits and bobs. Yeah, well, as he said there, there's more to share, but that will have to be for another time. Um, who knows when we're actually going to get the game or indeed see, any no, sort see of next November seventh, we might give you. Something. Yeah, they might yeah. give us like a screenshot of of Commander Shepard's bum or something. You know, is it Shepard? I don't know which Shepard is it. Oh, well, bang. Okay, right. Anyway, let's move on <laughs> to uh, the Take Two CEO who says it doesn't make sense to launch day one with Game Pass. Um, old Strauss on is it Strauss on it? Yeah, look at his face. If you haven't seen a picture of this man, look at it. He's, he's like the epitome of what you'd imagine a CEO would look like. If you had to draw one, you'd draw this man. He just... It just <laughs> like a pop a bitch oh, just, Yeah, it just looks like... Oh, anyway, I'm sure he's a lovely person, but he looks like a cunt. Anyway, uh, he says... Uh, basically, it doesn't make sense, as he said, for launching things day one because he wants to make money and uh, he doesn't think that seems to make money. So he says, I think the second area of scepticism was whether it made sense. And this is a rhetorical question because I think the answer is no to offer frontline titles day and date on a subscription service. I don't think that ever made sense. I still don't think it makes sense. And I believe that it's now becoming obvious. That it doesn't fucking how many more times it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's just a lost opportunity for the publisher. So I wouldn't want to speak for my friend, Phil Spencer, uh, but our views remain unchanged. Um, so, I mean, they've obviously put games in Game Pass, but way after the fact. Do you do you think he's talking out of his ass, or do you reckon he's oh, got a point that, that, like, I mean, obviously, lots of games launch day one, but someone like Take Two <clears throat> um, can obviously afford to launch games at full price, 
and sell them for 15 years at full price, no problem. Uh, perhaps he's he makes more money that way, but still, surely getting it in front of millions of people day one on a service like that makes sense in some respect. I can't really even think he like take two games. I'm, I'm probably mind blank. <laughs> well, I mean, it's GTA, it's Red Dead, it's uh, uh, I mean, that's it, really. <laughs> Well, it's very simple. It's different companies, different models. Not yeah, everyone just, fits the same mould. Yeah, because like, I see what else take food. We just sort of pull it up. But isn't the whole point with their launches on Game Pass that they sort of subsidise for that? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They get, yeah. they get a pocket out of it. Yeah. yeah so can pay, you imagine? Microsoft makes it sound like he's losing year. out on it. Yeah. Can you imagine though, if they if they put say GTA Five on Game Pass day one, the amount of money they made selling it. Microsoft would have to stump up a fucking lot of money <laughs> to put hmm. it on Game Pass day one. And it's only that normally, they not... normally have it a year, a year chance. So yeah. you have it for a year, maybe a year and a month, I think normally. Because hmm. normally you see it leaving Game Pass like a year after it's been released. Yeah. Oh, take oh, two are fucking just want money, don't they? They don't care. They're yeah, well, it. again, look, looking at old Strauss's face here, he's exactly the kind of guy who goes, how much money am I going to make? Not enough, right? More. Okay. All right. Oh, there we go. Oh, so well, let's just all... remake a game and not do any changes whatsoever and just... Yeah. Uh, there's, I've just had a look at like the series that is brought up. So Bioshock, I've not had a game in ages, so we'll dismiss that. Borderlands 3 and Wonderlands Tank didn't do anywhere near as well as maybe could have if they were in something like that. Civilization Still got my shelf, I've played it. Yeah, Civilization, I suppose you could say it sells well on the PC. GTA is always going to sell. Mafia, the last game was shit. Max Payne, they haven't had a game in ages. The NBA 2K series, it's pay to watch adverts in the game. PGA Tour 2K picked up off the, the golf club type games. Fantastic set of games, but again, put it in Game Pass. Tons of more people will pick it up and play it. Red Dead will sell. 2K, this is about the first time they've had a good game in God knows how long. Um, WWE. Yeah, and XCOM is the yeah. series that come up on their, like uh, Wikipedia. And you're looking at it and going, minus GTA and Red Dead, which are under the Rockstar bonnet that will sell regardless. He's having to go like blockbuster games that everybody will run to pick up when you release them day and day. Yeah, I mean something like WWE or uh, even the sports like PGA or something that may, yeah. would make sense. Surely, being day one Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, I would have played it if it was day one Game Pass this year because uh, I really enjoyed. Was it last year's one I played? I think it was last year's. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, as you said, in different strokes for different folks, as it were. But I think to dismiss it entirely is foolish. But again, you wouldn't put GTA and Red Dead on there straight away because no. there's no way yeah. Microsoft are going to stump up the cash. But it's good that. for those indie title and indie guys who need that mm. extra exposure mm. and it helps them yeah. get that exposure they need. But this guy's just surface, wanking yeah. a suit. Yeah. But he didn't surface any good argument other than saying it didn't make sense in about four different ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but I'm not sure if it makes sense. However, it might not make sense. Um, just gets yes. my money in today. He knows you. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I suppose that's his job, but there's a, there's a point where you know, you got to balance it. What's good for the business? What's good for the gamers? What's good for you know his sixth sixth mansion that he's got to Fuck, build? We look at that picture, and he looks like a popper wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Sorry, I'm sure he's, he's a lovely person. Right, but no, like I said, not, if you had to draw a CEO, that's is. exactly what you draw. Maybe a little bit rounder, but that's it. You know. He's definitely paid a few people from having sexual harassment claims <laughs> against him. <laughs> Allegedly. Anyway, Slander, right, let's move on, shall we? Ross, you mentioned WWE 2K22, which is which is a really good game this year, um, and one I'll pick up when they add the, the Bray Wyatt DLC, which hopefully will come soon. Um, but a very quick side note, 
AEW's game, Fight Forever, is rumored to be coming to Game Pass on day one. Day one release for a wrestling game. Who'd have thought it, eh? Um, AEW, I suppose, they've debunked this, but the original reporter, which I think was on WrestleZone or something, I forget now. Um, they've doubled down saying that, that what they've heard is true, uh, but we'll find out more. Uh, no, uh, full Gear, which is in six days' time. So just I wanted to add that little sort of uh, addition in there. Um, looking forward to it. It looks pretty fun, but we can worry about that when we get more information on the game. Uh, let's swing back to the main news, gentlemen. Ian, your turn. Control 2, confirmed. Really, I mean, I'm, I, I feel like they'd already announced and confirmed they were doing Control 2. Yeah, I feel like they've already made that they, option. They, tweet, they tweeted uh, yesterday or the day before saying that they have signed and... Uh, oh, where's the fucking information? Uh, yeah, well, basically, they've, they've basically agreed. Tweeted yeah, tweeted it with 505 to say that they're definitely happening and they're going to be publishing the console version specifically. Uh, the game is currently in concept stage. Uh, so releases a way off uh, according to pure Xbox that said we already know it's definitely coming to series X and S obviously I mean why wouldn't it be uh, we'll be developed using remedies Northlight engine which I imagine were, was what they've been using for a while so Ian does this rustle your jimmies well I really enjoyed the first one so for me yeah definitely I think it's always one of those games where it's a very confusing story mm. and it's all a bit more a bit I tell you what, control is very much like way white wishy-washy stuff <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So just... I think it does it well in that kind of what what you, what? you suddenly have me intrigued. Yes. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think it's gonna be well and I'm glad they're going to pure for next gen. There's none of this fucking go for Xbox One X and PS4. It's just pure yeah. next gen console. That's how, that's how it should be like going forward now that like, that's what three years the consoles have been out now. Mm. So it was two two years the other day it was. Oh was it two years? Sorry. Two years, yeah, you're right. It's always two years, yeah. Um... So yeah, for me. It's one of the games where it's very confusing, but if you understand the story, it is fun. I'm sure they can make a lot more wishy-washy, confusing story for number two. Nice, nice. So anyone yeah, else played? Anyone played Control? Gray, you played Control at all? No, I haven't had a dose of Control, unfortunately. I heard good things about it, but I just mm. it's one of those I just didn't get around to. It's another one of those lists of games. Too many fucking games to play, not enough time in the world. Um, but yeah, um, it's one of those things, though. For me, Alan Wake and Quantum Break are better than Control. It's, I'm still glad to see another control. I prefer to see a Quantum Break 2. But we know we're getting out of Wake 2 anyway, so that's fine. I don't worry about that. But I prefer Quantum Break over Control. But Control nice. sold more, so I guess I see why they did it. Yeah, yeah, I think they got a lot more love as well, didn't it? I, 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 didn't, I did play Quantum Break, but I didn't get very far. I fell off. Quantum Break is good, but I think what let Quantum Break down was people were, I guess, very confused the fact that it had a game and then you had like a FMV game in in with it mm. so everyone's been like okay i'm watching the movie now for 30 minutes whilst i'm picking what i need to do yeah yeah so. I, I don't even think i got to many of them to be honest i just didn't enjoy the, the feel of it but then i've never been a particularly big remedy fan so that's probably more more on me um outrageous i know i know um do we want to talk activision blizzard again not until we've got we more to... like, not until it's moved on over you but more the, the only thing I, I do want to bring up is my um, PlayStation. Yeah, the the play. Uh, um, let me find his name here. Ricardo Cardoso, the deputy head of unit inter. Oh fucking! What title? Deputy head of unit inter. Oh fucking inter institutional. Oh, I'm not reading that again. An outreach at the governing body of the CMA, the um, European Commission, the whatever it is. Um, he tweeted out basically. Uh, let me find it now. Uh, they're working hard. The commission's working hard to ensure you'll still be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, and then in brackets, including my PlayStation. 
Uh, and then he went on to say some shit about controllers, Evan wires and updating their stock pictures. Uh, but he got properly torn apart by most people because they're like, hang on, you're supposed to be impartial. Um, but you're tweeted out this saying, I want to be able to play Call of Duty on my PlayStation. Um, I think he got a little bit blown out of proportion because, I mean, it's just him being him, I guess, but it doesn't look good, does it? No, no good for the cheap it's a bad things look. like that, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, someone Chris Scullion on VGC did, did some digging, and this guy supposedly has nothing to do with the merger, but he obviously still works there with people who probably are to do with the merger, and it's already been a bit iffy where they come out and put out statements that sort of have been like, uh, "We want to make sure Sony's okay." What about Microsoft? No, yeah, but yeah, but Sony, we got to make sure Sony are okay. And now he's tweeting this, including my PlayStation. Um, I thought it was a funny little. A, a stupid little thing that a lot of people got very angry about. Um, probably a bit too angry about points. But anyone got any opinions on on my PlayStation? <laughs> I mean, like I, say, I don't even a, want to start. <laughs> it's not a good look for some that's like a, a person that's sort of in not in charge, but as part of the sort of group that is deciding about a seventy was it seventy billion dollar venture. And this guy's sort of like, well, what about my, what about my game and how, how am I meant to play it? It doesn't doesn't look a particularly good look, and it just sort of sums up what everybody's saying about, or mm. certainly the Xbox side of things. Like, this is just Sony fanboys looking out for themselves, and that's it. It's not whether or not it's going to hurt the gaming business. It's just butthurt fans going, oh, but what about me? Except this butthurt fan is in a position to possibly affect because me. yeah. Um, there was quite a lot like Jez Corden and Paris Lilly and, and Jason Schreier stuff were giving them shit quite rightly and they were saying you know, are you going to talk to Sony about all the exclusive PlayStation stuff they've got with Call of Duty uh, you know all the skins and maps and stuff and timed it's silence and the yeah. only thing he's come out and said was you know I've got, nothing, I've got nothing to do with the uh, investigation I'm just uh, I'll just work here kind of thing conveniently uh, it wasn't me uh, yeah you don't want you do, yeah. you're not having to do with the the commission now yeah yeah, yeah you've I mean, had a word in the office. I'll be surprised if we see many more tweets from him in the yeah. next few months. Um, it's all, I think it's all just clickbait shit because, end of the day, Microsoft wouldn't be doing this if they didn't think they'll win it. Yeah. And they've got the best lawyers, they've got the best loopholes, they'll pay you to get it. It's going to happen no matter yeah. how many times they put a spin in it. Yeah. It's going to happen. And people just need to kind of fail just suck it up because yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah the, the only people who really are dead set against it, it seems at the minute, are these guys. But. Again, but they're never fucking happy, are putting, they? Putting fair. stuff like this out isn't going to help, and having everybody else say yes and them saying no, it's sort of like, well, tough shit, basically. You know, you, you sort of outnumbered, but we'll see. Again, we don't want to get too much into it. I was we talk about every fucking week, and it's not actually going anywhere yet. So, I just thought that was a funny little uh, side note to them. Yeah, the the big story of them actually opening an in depth investigation, but it's all boring nonsense. Just get it over and done with, and fucking move on. Um, right, well, that's all the main news this week, gentlemen. Anything else you want to bring up before we get into the, the side ones and and uh, move on? No? Cool. Thank you, No. Um, no one. So, yeah. I've already mentioned the AEW Fight Forever game coming to Game Pass Day 1. Uh, the only other quick hit we wanted to do is 343. I finally added Campaign Co-op, Forge, and some other multiplayer bits and pieces of the new Battle Pass to Halo Infinite. Uh, they released it, I think, two or three days ago as part of their Season 3. Um and it's all it's all uh it's all looking up uh i mean they could possibly still do with a bit more of a boost uh, it doesn't hasn't inspired many people to go back to it, i don't think but 
uh, yeah, at least some of the some of the there. stuff on Forge looks amazing for what they've managed to do with that already. Oh, yeah. I think Forge will be a big hit as always, but yeah. what was I, I, know, I haven't been wanting to go. Oh, Jay, let's go play campaign cop. Did yeah, they not design playing with Jay? Did they not design a full other game in Forge? Can't remember what it was, but basically they had built another game inside the Halo. Yeah, uh, and if it, they do loads of shit, they do. But like I can't remember which game it was. Well, I mean, they've they've done it's like the community have done creations of like uh, PT and Doom and stuff like that. But apparently, three four three have also been using it to build new multiplayer maps. It takes them about five months. I, I listened to a podcast the other day. They said um, to build a full multiplayer map. But then the beauty of Forge of the past has been, like you said, making different game modes, different game types, different games altogether. Um, and while Forge never grabbed me necessarily it did give us things like griff ball uh and different takes on capture the flag and bait and bases and stuff so maybe this will uh give us something exciting to go back for maybe possibly probably not but maybe yeah mm. everybody sound well excited oh, yeah. i was waiting for a rapturous <laughs> yeah, like, yes Halo. i can't Woo! wait because uh, yeah, they haven't it. been wanted to play the cop mode campaign yet said something yeah, it is a shame how, how hard we've all fallen off because I was really enjoying it for that first month or two, and now it's just. Yeah, I think hard. it got to the point where I was enjoying it, and then I took like maybe like a two, maybe three week break. Yeah, and I went back on it, and I was just getting more angry than I wanted to. So I was like, I'm <laughs> done with this. Like, when you're getting sniped and just bullshit happening constantly, it's like, uh, you lose the fun because you have to keep playing. I definitely so. think we need to jump in as a four a four person team and play some campaign car, even if we don't play the whole thing. We need to play at least a couple of missions. And I just... think I'm not even that far in the main campaign. I think I think we're just landing in the open world bit. Yeah, me. we need to explore that open world and do some bases and stuff. But that's yeah. for again, if we could just take a, a chunk of time, freeze it, and just play all these games we've got to catch up on. Yeah. Sorted. That'd be nice. Cool. All right. Well, that's about all the news that we've got to uh, bestow upon you this week. We've done well. Thank you very much for listening so far. We love you. And at this point in the show. I like to submit myself to Ross for a good plug-in. Again, Jay, have you not been like sufficiently plugged week in, week out? You know, once <laughs> a week's not enough. I need to just make sure it's regular. Increase the plug-in. Oh, I don't know if I can cope giving you so like. So I know you. I know you're a bit hungover, but you know. But I believe no, in not, you. No, I've not had the hungover yet. I've not fell asleep yet. I'm oh, sorry. I know um, you're still a bit drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, where will I start? I'll start with insert coin. Um, Xbox Tavern 22, um, five pound off orders over 50 pound. Nice to see Ian rocking the merch. So I'm really this evil. top is fucking far too big on me now. So. <laughs> not, I, can't, I can't see from here what's on there. It's Duke and Pong. It's Resident it's Evil. It's a fucking Duke's and Pong. I, I was like, why has he got a Resident Evil t shirt on? He's not allowed to wear a Resident Evil top. I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised he had one on. That's all. <laughs> Ian, Ian, <laughs> round of applause. It's like he's getting annoyed. I'm the only one allowed to wear Resident Evil merchandise. The How dare you, you doing? I was like, why the fuck would Ian be wearing Resident Evil top? It must be something else. But no. You've done <laughs> me proud, Evil, Ian. Baby. You've done me proud. Just for you, Jay. Just for um, you. Even though it's too big. Just for you. <laughs> uh, Discord, uh, link in the show notes. Um, come join us, blither away about games, uh, test your... Uh, what's it? Okay. Guess, Guess the game. game. Yeah, test your knowledge of... I keep forgetting to do that. Um, the one today I have I think that's just a new game isn't it fairly new recent year, early new year yeah. uh, so I was looking Let's at it like, it now. I what, are we what that is 
Um, socials run along the bottom of the screen. So you've got your Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, TikTok, Instagram. Um, you can get us all the regular places. Um, all written reviews can be found up on xboxtavern.com. I'm sure Jay will have a list of ones that have went up this week later on in the show. Yeah. Um, Apple and Spotify podcasts, if you could jump over there, rate us five stars, um, put a wee comment underneath saying like where you are, what you what you think of the show and things like that. It helps us get into more people's ears. And last, but by no means least, patreon.com forward slash xboxtavern. So if you want to support us with your hard-earned cash, that would be entirely appreciated and shout out to our superstar supporter beth thank you very much for your ongoing support thank you beth thank, thank you beth. for keeping the show up and running and that is you jay well and truly plugged you know what i've never had a game in my life <laughs> i mean ian outrageous don't spoil it for anyone obviously in case they missed it but i mean ian ian what are you doing guess the game. Know. Guess the game. <laughs> anyway let's speaking of no, that's a terrible segue. We're going to get that into was, a, that was a special. <laughs> what, yeah, I don't know what you're doing there. Oh, I threw myself right off. Right. Uh, our segment that we usually do at this point has ended now. So we're going back to the community questions. So if you've got any questions for us, hit us up at Xbox Tavern while Twitter's still a thing or on Discord or email us. Uh, you can find all the links and stuff below. Uh, yeah, probably Discord's a better idea before Twitter like disappears in the next 40, yeah. 72 hours. So, uh, yeah, send us a question or comment or anything you'd like us to read and discuss on the show, and we shall do so. Uh, this week, Special Guest Pete comes in hot, as he always does with the good, good questions. Um, based upon our first no- news story, he says, what gaming series would you like to see get the Netflix treatment? Um, so I'm going to go to Graham first, because he's picked some pretty solid answers that I didn't really think about. Graham? Yes. I picked uh, one of my favourite sort of games of all time, the Fantasy Star Online series. I mean, that's been going strong for a, a long time, and even the second one's still going on strong now. And it's kind of uh, the story of it is the same sort of thing, sort of finding a new planet to survive on, and that kind of interspace. And yeah, I suppose it's pretty why I liked Mass Effect, which is my other kind of choice so much because it was the same kind of concept. But yeah, I loved every kind of the story and the lore around sort of fancy stuff. So I'd love to see a sort of series because there's so much you could play around with that it'd make a good series. You could do quite a lot with it. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, they told different stories from within that kind of realm. So it should be relatively easy enough to sort of take that material and produce something new. And you, there's no. There is some sort of distinct stories, but I mean, you can you don't have to kind of stick to the script of this one. You can kind of run away with it a little bit. So it's kind of, I think it's got a lot of content that you could take advantage of. And there, there yeah. are a good, um, it's a good Mass Effect series on YouTube actually by um, what's his name, uh, Man's something, Man's uh, Manslayer. You should look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, a full blown series of that would be quite funny. but yeah that and uh, my other choice would be the the wolf among us the telltale series that was such a great sort of story and play for as a game that if you took the playing out of that and refine that that bit more it would make an awesome kind of tv series to sort of follow through kind of the same sort of detective work and bringing in the different fairy tale characters it could be opened up quite a lot and yeah, I think that yeah. could be pretty awesome too. Following that adult animated style of Gears of War and, and mm. like things like Castlevania and Edge Runners and stuff. Yeah, I think uh 
Yeah, I think a fucking Wolf Among Us one would be pretty pretty banging. Uh, have you tried the Netflix the version of um, uh, what's it called the Minecraft one? Where you, I know you have to place so it was like to choose your oh, adventure Steve, or something. Uh, I think I, no, I don't know. Oh no, it's 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 the Telltale version of the, their Minecraft. Minecraft, story, yeah. I, 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 did a bit of that. I didn't play into that. No, I haven't done. Kids that. love it. They love playing for it, choosing all different options and that. So even if they were to put something like that on there. With, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a bit more adult than Minecraft, but yeah, so that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Nice, hmm. good choices, sir. Good choices. I think, yeah. I think, I think, um, fancy style would be interesting, but they'd have to have someone with a frying pan playing Burning Rangers as they run around, smacking yes. people <laughs> in the face. The memories, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love that sound. <laughs> uh, all <Damn>. right, <laughs> Ross, yes, if you're uh, still with us, tell us all about your choices that you'd like to see get the Netflix treatment. So as Gary was saying, oh god, that'd be horrible. It's like just Ted Lasso, isn't it? Um, just watching spreadsheets over and over. <laughs> exactly, just pages of spreadsheets just going past the screen. Uh, no, as Gary was saying, Mass Effect. I think like you've got fucking half a thousand different things that you could do with that. Um, past, present, future, whatever race you decide to pick and explain their storyline. Um, so you can go wherever you want with that, and then in a similar sort of vein. Um, the Elder Scrolls series, not in any one particular sort of area like uh, an Oblivion or a Skyrim type idea but just the Elder Scrolls world in general mm-hmm. you know, again you've got tons that you could do with that um, tons of different races um, the story about all the Daedric gods or even just, even if you just keep it more political and just talk about like the the races within the world, the, sort of, uh, the Elder Scrolls universe and how they interact with each other, you know, very Game of Thrones type idea yeah. Um, and then the only one that I did put when I first put the list up and then took it back out because I remember they are bringing it out as Fallout would be the only other one I would say but yeah. we'll get to see that shortly yeah, I mean that would be a good template like you said for something like Elder Scrolls where as you said they just explore the world not just one area and there's so much lore and stuff in the games anyway they could take even just individual side stories and make them episodes themselves pretty much so yeah that'd be that would be awesome Definitely, you'd be excited for an Elder Scrolls series or a film, or not a film. It'd definitely be a series, I think. Yeah, thirty episode saga, oh, three hours long. Ridiculous. <laughs> it can stretch on a bit. One episode all about rolling cheese wheels down a hill. Um, Ian, hello. <laughs> tell me all about your choices that you'd like to see Netflix uh, do the thing with. Well, for me, obviously, it'll be my classic kind of favorite franchises. Always, um, obviously, main one would be Hitman. I mean. The films they did weren't that great. No, but that'd be good to see <laughs> an actual proper storyline. Was it any of the Hitman's films good? Wasn't that Blue Bowl as well, wasn't it? No, what's his name? I don't remember the guy's name, but no, I meant the guy who directed it, one who did all the shit, other stuff. I'm sure it's the same guy. Anyway, Karen. Was it? Oh, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, if you get a better updation of that, and that'd be pretty good. Um, also, for me, classic, which would be, I think they could do really well, especially with CGI, would be Dishonored. Ian wins, right? Thank Ooh, you, Ian. Oh, that would be, yeah, that would look good. That would look. So I think they can get some proper good stuff. Even if you did like a, because there's so many different characters in it, you could use like a spin-off or maybe like Dowd's story or uh, what's the girl Billy. Would you do it as core vote? Live action or animated? Either would work. That's the thing. Yeah. Both would. Work. A live action would be style. pretty damn good, but even I, I animated think like style, an animated style one would be all like yeah, cyberpunk like, kind of style. Yeah. That would that would just work perfectly because it would look quite good and beautiful. Plus, you can get a pop of like kind of those kind of gory shots yeah. if you're doing like a stealth kill or using um, powers. So that'd be quite good to actually rip, rip a body apart. That'd be quite nice to look at animated style. 
And of course, the classic will have to be Titanfall as well, or Apex. You know, they've got, really got the kind of. So obviously, they've already got Titanfall. See, they've got Apex Legends stories, which they do a lot of animated series anyway on YouTube. Um, so that kind of does help, but it'd be nice to actually pop it, incorporate the Titanfall universe and see some Titans fighting each other. So for me, they'd be the main three I would definitely go for. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely with you with Dishonored. Uh, and Titanfall would be interesting, especially, like you said, if they incorporated Apex and Titanfall and sort of melded them. Yeah, together. make meld into like one proper story and actually kind of picked up more of their lore and stuff. Cause they're doing that quite now. They're, everyone's got like a lore behind them. Each character's got a story of why they're there, what they're doing. So, you know, it'd be quite interesting. But I think for me, Dishonored would be peak. That would be the best one for me. That would be I think they could get yeah. some you, You've really got me good. excited. I'm just waiting for that tweet now from Netflix. We've agreed with, with the <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's print money that does. That would be amazing. But for three of us, anyway. But it's like, what is the fuck is Dishonored? Give, give it like 10, 15 like, episodes down the line of the podcast and then we'll hear something about it. It'll be like the whole StarCraft thing all over again. Yeah, well, you didn't say it, Ross. We're, now we're going to get exactly, that's... Mass Effect and Elder Scrolls. You should have said this on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It might come um, quicker now because Ian said it instead of me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, he is wearing a Resident Evil shop top. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. Me... I'm playing the whole podcast <laughs> For me, you, I, I mean, they've, they've basically done the ones I would want anyway. Some not so well as others, like Resident Evil and stuff. Uh, but I think something along the lines of Uncharted having a, a series rather than the film that we had. Would be pretty oh, cool. Would you really, would um, you... I'd like to. I'd like to see maybe some side stories, not necessarily with Nathan Drake, but like what's Sully that guy that was in the film stuff. that I didn't know? Uh, what's the, the guy beach. who actually played? Yeah, um, Nolan North, the guy who actually plays Drake in the games. Yeah, yeah he was on the beach, wasn't he's, he? Like, what yeah, are you doing here? Yeah, he'd have to come back and voice him, but um, yeah, something like that would be pretty cool. I think just like it wouldn't have to be a long thing, just you know, maybe six, seven episodes. Uh, Dead Space have already done films, and I think they've done a small series of of things with one of the games i forget which one but i'd there like to see film? yeah there's a couple there's um oh i'm gonna have to fucking look them up now there's one anime one and then there's yeah, another one it's... which i think was a sequel to that but i forget the the exact titles from the first one was really good i really enjoyed that but i'd like to see like a series like edge runners or again castlevania stuff uh get more in, nitty-gritty into the violence and the horrors of the ishimura and all that sort of stuff uh but the main one is the Wolfenstein games that have come out recently, the Machine Games one. Um, oh, okay. That I've, would, yeah, that could that, be. That surprised me so much with how much I enjoyed the story of, of BJ and, and, and all the other characters in that. And You I can get taking, some terrible German acting, though. Yeah, taking oh, that, yeah. Sort of, that sort of, because it's, it's quite adult, but at the same time quite lighthearted. Like, they don't, even though it's very violent and very gritty, they, they still sort of put it in, in almost like a comical way. So I'd like to see that sort of spread out over a, a, a adult animated feature, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, get some more, um, get some more of that because oh, yeah, I really enjoyed the story in, in the recent Wolfenstein games. So, yeah, that would be my main pick. That would be very cool. Obviously, there's loads more games we could have picked. Let us know your choices down below yeah. in the comments on Twitter while well, it's still a thing, uh, Discord, wherever you like. Um, mm-hmm. Hit us up. Tell us your your picks, and we can read some out next week. And likewise, again, if you've got any questions or comments or stuff you want to read, uh, hit us up. That'd be wonderful. Thank you very much. We're going to miss some really obvious ones, aren't we? Like some like proper blockbuster type ideas. Oh yeah, no. Well, again, I was going to pick Last of Us already done, Resident Evil already done. Yeah, like, um, you know, Halo already done. Gears is going to be done. Uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Oh, it's got film already. Um, Lake. Uh, Lake. Oh, oh I love God, Lake. Film. Lake. Lovely. 
That'd be like. Why did Why did you have to see it? That would be some fucking ASMR, really. Oh, just sitting there, just chilling out, watching it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. Hit us up. Let us know what what you'd like to see in a, a TV show or a film by Netflix or indeed anyone else. Uh, let's move on, though, shall we, gentlemen, to Project Game Pass. Has anybody picked, uh, played Deathloop at all this week? Not I'm this not. week, no. No, no. I um. Well, well, have you played it since we picked it for our Project Game Pass? No. Cool. No. So, completely if, yeah. If you're not familiar I mean, with Project Game Pass, I'm fully in it. We pick a game from Game Pass. I'm giving the spiel. Pick a game from Give pick a game from Game Pass. We play it for the month and then we discuss it at the end to give it a little rating and stuff goes up on the site. This month we picked Deathloop. Uh, as you've just heard, none of us have played it just yet. I have played it on the PlayStation before now, but I haven't had a chance to go back to it this week because I've been so busy trying to do 10 tons of other things. Um, but I fully intend to get to it at some point this week. It's a very good game so far. Very much enjoying it. Wonderful. Not quite as good as Dishonored, but still top tier arcane goodness. So we shall, uh, we shall report back next week where hopefully at least one of us will have played it. Um, but... We haven't been playing Dishonored because we've been playing plenty of other games, including Ian. Go first, please. <laughs> Wait, please don't pick me first. Go somewhere else quickly. <laughs> All right, Ross, tell me. Um, I'll say Football Manager because it's oh, something I'm fucking old Graham, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> so no, I've uh, just been playing some FM23. I've been playing something else, but we're not allowed to talk about it on the, this podcast. We can so. talk about it if you want. We're, we're uh, a multicultural gaming podcast here. So, listen, <coughs> we've got my manager. Uh, picked up the beat off, starting my main save, um, Provacelli, which is a Italian third division squad. Who? who Provacelli. So questions, so let him go on with it. Why? They, uh, who? Why them? So, uh, they won uh, Serie A seven times in a row, uh, but their last title was in 1922. So, it's been 100 years since they've won Serie A. So, I'm planning on bringing them from the bottom right back to the very top um so that's my sort of challenge save for what i'm uh, doing on football manager this year and the only other thing i've played this week is god of war and right so sunk in a stupid amount of hours in it we're obviously an xbox podcast i realize that we won't go too long but tell me is it as good as everybody's saying because i really want to play it but it's gonna have to wait till next year probably at this point visually yes gameplay yes story no um, I much I mean, prefer this. Much prefer the story of the first one. Yeah. So I don't like some of the the features that they've brought in. Okay. Well, we won't go too much more into it, but I mean, the story in the first one. I'm not sure, really sure, I could tell you what happened. I just enjoyed beating the shit out of things, and and it looked lovely. So that's kind of a win for me there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah good. Good job. God of War. Excellent. Looking forward to playing it uh, again. We all we all like to play on all sorts of consoles here, except for Graham. But everybody yeah. else does. <laughs> oh, it does. I'm just checking. Uh, Graham, speaking of you, speaking of you, get onto the games yes. you've been playing this week, please. PlayStation or otherwise? My PlayStation. Yes. So I'll talk about the games I'm reviewing first. The first one that I've been playing is Cobra Kai 2. Oh. Now, I've been playing the, the first one of this one. And although it kind of stuck to the series quite nicely with some of the characters in there and the way it plays. The combat was kind of the bit that let down. It's just that weird sort of clunky kind of layout. It was just not 2D. It was kind of 3D kind of fighting, but it just didn't lend itself very well. But um, it's back. It's 
very very similar to the kind of first one they have improved the combat a little bit um it doesn't feel as clunky but the just there's so many different pickups and skill moves and stuff in there that is just confusing at times but um like there's skill moves that when you hit it it gives you a bit of health back you hit it it kind of give you a bit more money or you can get a bit more experience or you can do a bit more damage and um yeah so it's fun i mean I, I love the series and this is almost true to it there's random people that that i don't recognize at all um there's one guy they, they used his actual name and i if watched the series so much that i only know him as dick breath <laughs> i can't remember oh his actual yes, name. yes yes i don't know his name <laughs> penis or... breath that was it penis breath yeah <laughs> I don't know what his actual name is, but he's put his actual name in. It's like, no, that's penis breath. <laughs> Obviously, they couldn't call him that in the game. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the game, the story is just about kind of recruiting all the different sort of people that are in the series and some that aren't either as staff or as to your dojo. And you can kind of train them all up as you use them. And you kind of have to keep them happy and they get perks, etc., before you sort of go into the main tournament. So, it, yeah, it's all right. It's relatively true to the series. And, yeah, just that combat could have just done with that smidgen more refining. It just felt odd at times. Sort of you just get hit when you shouldn't get hit. And, yeah, some of the, the grabbing and you, you keep getting hit whilst you're grabbing someone. It, yeah, it's just a bit weird. And the, you have, like, an ultra attack where you hit both the triggers so to issue an ultra mode. But it... I, I don't know what it does. I don't know if it's supposed to make you more powerful, but it really doesn't feel it. Every time I turn it on, everyone just seems to get the upper hand on me. I don't get this setting at all. So there's a few wins and a few sort of losses in that kind of mode. But yeah, as if you're a fan of the series, it's an all right kind of playthrough. Um, the other one that I picked up was the Atari 50th collection. This is interesting if you were kind of around that kind of era or you enjoyed sort of the og kind of atari games because it's literally like, old like, like us basically huh no older <laughs> like um this is like more of my dad's kind of era sort of the old school atari because they literally have like copied the games back from the early 80s there's like a football game i can't remember what football it was they don't even have goalies <laughs> It's just three players, like top, middle, and bottom. You just go left or right, and as you get close to the goal, you just kick it, and it just goes in. There's no goal to stop it or anything. So, and, sounds um, like a football manager. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just but there's obviously there's plenty of kind of uh, games in there. Some of them they kind of have refined. So Arkanoid, as Ian was playing before this one oh, yeah, on, on Atari, it's called Crackout. But it's the same kind of game, you know, the brick with a paddle sort of hitting the ball, yeah. the blocks, etc. So it's got the OG versions of those and a sort of a rehyped version of those. Um, it had a game that my dad always remembered from here to do called Yars Revenge. And it took me probably about half an hour to work out how to play the game. It made no sense. Sort of remind just... me of because I've I have a feeling I might have reviewed like a remastered version of that recently. Yar's Revenge. So you're kind of like a, a Yar, as they say. You're, you're firing at Aww. this weird eye thing, which has got a shield of blocks around it. You've got to shoot all the blocks away first before you can get access to the eye. But whilst you're doing that, it's like a spectre chasing you around that can kill you. That eye can fire things at you. And you've got to try and find a way of taking out that eye. And I had no idea how to do it. 
And reading the instruction goes, you need to use the Zorder cannon or something like that. So like, where the fuck is the Zorder cannon? There's like one button. There's <laughs> one button in the whole game. I was like, I can't fire this actual thing. And yeah, the instructions don't even tell you what you have to do. You kind of have to go into the little shield that the eye is holding and go there. And that begins the cannon. And then you can fire it. So fucking hell, the instructions really need to be clearer. So the instruction manuals are literally taken from the instruction manuals back in As the day. Were, yeah. Yeah. So it's not really translated well. <laughs> I think you would have struggled if you got it day in back in the 80s. <laughs> what the fuck do you have to do here? We were made of sterner <laughs> stuff back then, you know. We don't need walkthroughs and guys, we just figure it out. Yeah, exactly, we just sucked it up and did it. <laughs> or we turned it off and never played it again. So there's yeah, a couple of ones that did hit me in the nostalgia feels. There's the old school asteroid, if you remember that. You was the triangle spaceship firing at oh yes, that, yeah, around. classic. So there's a few variations of that, and um, but yeah, it's 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 all right. It's, that's what I mean. It, modern day sort of youngsters will just go, yeah, this is way beyond me. <laughs> this isn't fun at all because they're just old school games where the imagination was key. So yeah, maybe for nostalgia feels, it might get some sort of attraction from the older generation. But it's like it, it hasn't really brought it forwards for a new generation to to get some fun out of it. I know that they kind of played it in a way of looking at a museum or like you're interactive with like a museum. This is how games should be. But it doesn't play that way. It doesn't play like this is how it was. You know, this is how you interact with it. it. Just even when you go into the game, for some reason they made the start button, the reset button. The amount of times I've played a little bit of oh, fucking reset. That's button, annoying. That would <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts. They did include like a um like a ROM save bit. So you, if you did get so far in a game, obviously they didn't have in-game saving back in the day. So you can hit the menu button, which is the the back button on the controller. And you can save your progress where you were and load back into that. So that's kind of a nice touch for those back in the day who didn't never have a feature like that. You had to play it in one sitting, and that was your lot. That's fucking old me about the bloody Alkanoid game. Yeah. But oh, oh this is good. In. I'll stop. And then, oh, no, it's gone. Yeah. Saving progress is definitely a must in this kind of day and age where there's so many different variety of games to play. But yeah, it's all right. I, I wouldn't say it's amazing. If you're into sort of Atari back in the day, it's definitely one to sort of, yeah, tickle your nostalgia bones. Nice. Uh, nice. Lastly, but not listening, I'll touch on it after Jay's mentioning it about the, the vampire survival. I, I saw right. it we need, game we, need to, pass. we need to discuss this game. Carry on. <laughs> I just got into it saying, I know Jay was raving about this being a bullet hell kind of thing. I'm not usually my kind of thing. I do like the kind of roguelike thing that it was. And then I started playing, and I was like, button's not doing anything, but it's fucking firing anyway. I was like, oh, what's going on? I was like, oh, you don't press the button. Oh, I get it now. You just literally, all you're doing is dodging. All the rest of it happens around Oh, so you. it shoots automatically for you? It shoots automatically, and you, you have different weapons depending on your character, etc. And as you level up, you see the blue bar, if you're watching the, the trailer, go across the top, that's your experience bar. And every time you level up, you get to pick out like four or five different perks or three to five different perks. And they could be different weapons or a stronger version of your weapon, etc. Yeah, so it's all, all randomised, isn't it? And each time you level yeah. up, you, you can never level up one of the things you've already got or add another weapon to your arsenal, but depending on what random things you get. Yeah, so the, the the bits they're showing on that trailer now are like way further. It's going to take you a long time, kind of like a Hades yeah. kind of style. You really have to sort of find your feet and sort of build your way up. As you sort of play through the game, you earn coins, and that coins you go into the store and buy upgrades to start off 
you know a bit better each time so you've got a bit more chance of lasting that bit longer to get a bit further to get more coins to unlock more upgrades at the start of, you know as the cycle as a road like generally is yeah but, there's a lot of yeah. stuff to unlock as well isn't there because it there's, costs a lot of money tons. to even unlock just like the bare minimum uh sort of update yeah. but but yeah for a game that's literally just you moving the left stick it's surprisingly addictive yeah it's it's t- it's so much fun even though, like I said, you're literally just moving around. You're not actively fighting anything. But I was playing yeah. it this morning on the cloud, and I had like a 20-minute run, and I got to the end, and I just got wiped out. I was like, no, let's start again. Okay, right, start again. Just start yeah. immediately again. I've got to carry on. Um, you get a sense after about 10 minutes in, the game wants to kill you now because <laughs> just there is no way out. So many enemies. <laughs> if you if you don't find something like the garlic or the, the thro- yeah. like upgrade the throne knives, I find are pretty good. You're, yeah. you're fucked. You're fucked later on unless you've really, Royally. <laughs> really, uh, sort of good at, at maneuvering. Um, have you got part? Because there's five levels. I'm, I'm, I picked oh, up my oh, save from two. the PC version. You're on level two, yeah. So it, it gets harder and harder. Level three never unlocked. I it doesn't even tell you how to unlock level three. I think in order to get level three, you have to beat either level one or level two. I imagine level two, you got to do something stupid like last for 20 minutes or get a certain oh, okay. amount of score so there's some other be. random objectives i can't remember exactly but, but uh, yeah that bit's not clear that's, it, that's the only annoying bit they don't make that bit clear of how you unlock the next characters yeah. or the next level you just yeah, randomly it pops up every now and then there's lots of guides and stuff online to uh to follow because you can also i don't know if you reach a point yet where when you get to a certain point you can upgrade two weapons and they effectively become one and then they become even more powerful so you can yeah, buy I saw like, it's the magic, magic wand you... with something else, yeah. and yeah, it, like, it just makes it even more explosive. But you got to unlock, you got to upgrade both weapons fully. So you got to just oh, keep okay. upgrading one weapon, you know, them two, and then sort of ignoring everything else because all the all the levels have only got time limits on it, they? So level three's and it got like a thirty minute time limit. So if you don't get to the end of it or fulfill whatever objective before, then that's it. You, you've got to start again. Uh, um, okay. And it's fucking t- tough, but oh, it's so much fun. So much fun. I was tempted to sit here while you were talking later on and just start a little game and just see if I could get very far. It's just, it's such, like I said, one one button I was sitting there, you know, last night eating my dinner, one hand like that, playing something. Oh, it's so, so good. It's so good. And like I said before, on the cloud, fucking perfect. What have you been playing on, Graham? Show us. Tell me. Have you got loaded <laughs> no. up still? Have you closed oh, it down? No, no, no. I've shut it all down because oh. I'm not ready to use it yet. But yeah, playing it on my new old device. For those visually, giant 40 screen. Jeez, or <laughs> don't kill is that, is that porn hub loaded up on the screen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch it on the whole tablet mode. But yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I had a quick go in the cloud just before we started today. <laughs> That's what I was playing on it just to test it out. So good. As, um, as I think Jake said in our, our like, uh, private chat and stuff, it needs touch controls because all you're doing is moving around. It would be perfect for just a quick. You don't need to faff around with a controller or or like Bluetooth and something to it. You could just use the screen. It would be the ideal game for touch controls. And it's so much fun. Ian and Ross, why haven't you played it yeah. yet? Difficult I into like, it. Yeah, I feel like I'd throw my phone at a wall if I started playing that game. It's, that's the thing. It's, it's hard. And it, it obviously, like I said, you know, you get to a point and the, the enemies are just, unless you're powered up enough, you, you're fucked. But you die, and then, like Grace said, you go to the store, you buy a couple of upgrades if you've got enough money, and then you start again, and all of a sudden you get a bit further and a bit further and a bit further, and it's just, yeah, it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. 
Yeah, everything you don't like in roguelikes, Jay, is what yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not a big roguelike guy, but there's something about this is just, I think, because it's so simple and it's so, there's not like a, a lot of skill involved, should we say, because I'm not the most skillful person. It's just moving around, but it's, oh, it's so good. And I found out earlier on as well, great. I don't know if you've played to the point where you've ended up with loads of the experience orbs lying around. Yeah. You collect one of the ones that sort of bring them to you. It brings the whole levels worth towards you. I thought it was just a local area, but if if you've got loads of orbs all over the level, yeah. pick up pick up one of them flashing blue ones, and it brings the whole lot towards yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't get one of those. About, I leveled up, up about, about eight, eight levels. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Ian, you'll be pleased to know as well that when I loaded it up on the Xbox because I loaded my PC save, I got like twenty two achievements instantly. It made it, I got so many achievements, it actually made the ga- cloud gaming lag because it was going, don't, don't, don't. keep up with it. That's wait for stop popping. Stop popping. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's really good, really, really good. Uh, and such an easy, quick, you know, 20 minute game before you pop off and, and do something else. So, yeah, yeah. nice, nice, damn right, cool. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Ian, then, if you're ready now, why don't you go? Now. So I haven't been playing much this week, but I did play something over the weekend just gone and on the Sunday after the podcast. And that was, I got in, well, not invited. I spoke to the guy, in, well, on Twitter for Hitman. Internet. And I managed to get into the Hitman freelance testing. So this is the new game mode coming next year to Hitman 3. So it's a bit like a roguelike um, title. So rather than just going to missions, doing what you want, it's all about trying to take down, I guess they call them a syndicate they are. And basically you have variety of missions but in, rather than this time where you can just pick what you want you can only take a certain amount of items and then any items you take and say you use up or don't use um you lose in the mission so example say you take a poison a syringe with you you use the ones so you don't have a poison syringe for the next couple of levels because you've used it up so you kind of got to be careful in what kind of items you take and what kind of how you want to play tactically mm. um see so yeah, i got invited to this i did a bit of testing on it on the pc and it seems to play really well, seems to be really enjoyable. Um, I managed to take down two people before the third one I fucked up because I tried to rush it. And then obviously that way, once it's done, you have to kind of start back from the beginning. East mission, you can go back to a new safe house now they've added as well to the title. So you have a nice little safe house where you can actually kind of pre-plan, take the items you want. And you don't have to do, um, I guess you can pick any mission order because there's like quite a few missions. I think it's spread across, I think this is like 12 different locations it's going to be. Um, that you can do from Fitman 1, 2, and 3. And then so you, when you can pick and choose which mission you want to do. Each of them has three different teams that you people got to take out. And after that, yeah, you just kind of play along with that. I didn't get didn't show all the features that were part of it, and I got a few features that I could do. But for me, it was definitely a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, with achievements or no achievements, I think I'll definitely be playing this a lot um, because the mechanics seem quite useful. They're calling it a roguelike, but I'm not too sure if it is roguelike or not yet, but... I'm sure the more they, more I play it when it actually fully comes out and they've brought out all the features, I'm sure it's going to be a very more joyful experience. Did they say when it's coming out? Yes, coming out in January, end of Jan, like 23rd-ish, I think it was, okay. the date, 23rd, okay. 28th, that, 20th. Is, is this like test mode just for like a week or so? Of, or yes, there was like a week test mode. I spoke to the guy on Twitter, oh, I'm a huge fan of Hitman, please pick me for the test. Was, was that the me. guy you bombarded with your true achievement screenshots? Like, yeah. Thousand G on every single Hitman. <laughs> yeah, so he goes, yeah, you just have a, you just have a code here. Goes, like, yeah, I seen that and I was like, if he doesn't get in, there's words to be had. Yeah, so he sent me a code, so I'm really chuffed with that. So I got to play it a little bit and 
yeah, for me, this looks fucking banging. I'm looking forward to it. Nice, nice, uh, nicely job. And do you want to talk a bit about football manager? How you're whipping Ross's ass in uh, Chivo's and more? Oh no, you're getting too salty because I just I cheat all. Not salty, not salty. I just cheese all the achievements because I'm good at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm proud to be helping you cheese the achievements. In football <laughs> yeah. manager Thank you, Jamie, for helping me. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's face it, full managers pretty much the same every year. They haven't really added any new features this year, have they? Well, uh, you can help me more on this answer. Yeah, for, more, for me, for me playing it from between last year and this year, I haven't noticed any really new, new. They've got a license for the like the Champions League and that, so that's a nice wee part where you like you see the whole Champions League draw and you've got the mechanics. Like when you go in a game, you've got all the big Champions League banners and the uh, flag in the middle of the pitch, same with like, the Europa League and stuff like that. But that's um, they've added in certain things behind the scenes in regards to like squad planning, so you've basically got like a screen where you can set out what your team is this year and then they'll show you like, so say you've got like a potential wonderkin and he's maybe sixth on the tier this season. When you click next season, they'll estimate his he development. He'll be like third in the tier there. So he's like showing you his progress and then it can do the season after. And it'll just, it makes you see where like your strengths and weaknesses are in the mm. team. Um, oh, that's cool then. So, it's May United not in anymore. So I said May United's name was different. My United's that... never been on. Uh, never been there. Okay. No, it's the. the as, long as I know, pay attention. They just do it with no badge. Uh, this year they've got Juventus back, but they don't have Napoli. So Juventus. Oh, okay. is... No wait, Juventus is Juventus back, and I'll get mixed up. I know FIFA got Juventus back. I can't remember if Football Manager did. Um... <laughs> Fucking Italian teams not want to put their names in games, but Napoli they definitely don't have the rights for uh, this year either. Um, it is. So but yeah, it's very similar. Like I say, a couple of other wee quality of life changes, but not not massive changes in it. No, is that entirely think... to play no, Jay? I mean, I was just thinking, Jesus, I need to get in there and, and experience this Manchester Red goodness, but. They have a like a lot of the the big sort of content creators to do with Football Manager have like voiced that it's not came on as far as it should. The like you could have literally just had this as a software update and basically left FIFA 22 with the new transfers and a couple of bits of graphics changing because um, they've not introduced enough to justify a full brand new title. Yep, that's why I, I'm saying I, just, I don't know it's any difference whatsoever. It's like this plays exactly the same, apart from it's just been updated yeah. to. Yeah, call it alive, new transfers, and a bit yeah, all, the, all the all the methods still work from what I did before. Like, yeah, well, this is fun. Get going, yeah. still overpowered. All the Champions League stuff, and that's it. I suppose that's like probably true of sports stuff as a whole, really, isn't it? Like you just need that base game and then yearly updates, pretty much, yeah. Until you get yeah. perhaps you know five every five six years, bring out a new base game and then go from there. It's but... kind of hit a ceiling. What more can you add? And that's that's true. What more can we add to football management game? Yeah, really I mean, the thing, what I else think can what you really do? What they're, they're saying is like things that they could improve on is like the actual match engine, like the visual side of it, make it look nice to watch. Like, because the visual engine is that bad, I don't actually watch it in 3D, I just watch it in 2D, like subutial counters moving all over the place. Because there's no point in using the, the 3D match engine because it looks shit. Um, so they say bring that up to a more nobody's asking for like FIFA level graphics in the game because obviously a lot of people who play it run it on laptops and stuff like that won't be able to process that. But at least make it look a bit nicer. Have like the stadiums look like what they should look like in real life. Um have like better quality of strips on the players, have the, the players' likeness looking although it's a bit further out, like 
have them looking at least somewhat like the player you would expect to see. Um, but yeah, there's not much they can really add to it other than getting things like the the deep dive side of like training and scouting. Um, if you want to add in like contract negotiations for like um, sponsors and stuff like that, you could add that in, but that's moving away from the manager side of it. Have they considered adding chainsaw guns? <laughs> no, I feel like that would be a red card. Mm, it depends if if, if, you get the ref, mm. if you get the ref first, there's no one to give a red card, and then you're, it's fair yeah. game. Then. That's a good they should point. be allowed to like play pay off players and stuff. Hey, take a dive. Get like a corruption simulator. Out. Yeah, exactly. That'd be fun. <laughs> I mean, basically, the FIFA body, like, no, yeah. No, I was going to say the way it's gone, FIFA is pretty much running that way anyway, so it would be true to life at least. Yeah, exactly. Right, I'm going to ask you one more stupid question, which I probably shouldn't ask. Isn't the World Cup starting soon? Yes. Yes. Which is Thanks. another thing that they, a lot of people have complained about that international management in the game is woeful. Um, is there and, nothing in the game to do with the upcoming? You can't do international management, but it's pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's been. <laughs> It should be like it's you get like a pool of players that you're allowed to pick from that are basically able to be represented within your country, and that's really the only thing that they add in international management. Pretty much international management as well, from what I've played of it. It's pretty much you play for and you get okay. I'll just pick the Stretchers squad and just go from that. I ain't gonna fucking play and watch these games and pick the players because sometimes it could be shit. Just go Stretchers squad. That's, that's the one. Cool. So no, long as you've got well. a decent assistant manager. You're fine. That's, yeah. that's cool. But if you Thank want you. some World Cup content, Jay, FIFA has no. some World Cup content. I, I mean, I don't want any World Cup. What are they doing with that? Are they actually? Oh, they're on modes. <laughs> I don't play it, so. Full <laughs> World Cup mode, ultimate team cards. Oh. So what's an ultimate team for World Cup? I'm sure there's enough <laughs> left in this battle. You've got World Cup heroes. You've got special limited edition mode to the final cards. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> So is there like actual proper cards for? I should stop doing. Oh this. yeah, it's just. Yeah, like, let me so... let me get my fucking phone. I'll play some Vampire Survivors for you. Instead of them walking out with like their team, it walks out and it's got like all their country details and they walk it in the country shop and things like. That. Oh yeah, it's. it's Have you put? Is it? Is there actually cards for the Christ. countries now, or is it still for the the team they play for? No, no, it's for the countries. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, extra content in there, Jay. It's just because I know you asked for that World Cup content. I mean, I was I was very keen to hear about all the World Cup goodness. Uh, my boss at work came over the other day, and he was there. Uh, so we're doing like a sweepstakes for like guess the amount of goals and stuff for, for the World Cup. <laughs> and I was like, I said to him, "Is it some soon?" Then he was like, "Are it's you like taking a the piss?" <laughs> like, I've got a fucking clue. It's uh, like he was like, "Do you I'm want to sure No, I fucking don't. Thank you. I'm pretty sure the games <laughs> are going to be on while we're recording the podcast. I mean, uh, that's that's a good excuse to, for me to come on here because then, <laughs> then I've got to worry about it. Although I suppose you'll all be like, "Was it? We say sorry." <laughs> uh, anyway, that's enough football talk for one week, please. please. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about football. I'm sure as the World Cup goes on. Uh, go sports team. Um, uh, any other games before I jump in and 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 bore you with what I've been playing? No, cool. Go ahead. Well, I believe, well, me and Graham played The Pass Within, which I believe Ross has also played, uh, which is a co op puzzle game that uh, is pretty decent, co-op. actually. I was, I was surprised how yeah. much I enjoyed it. Like, we played it, excuse me, Friday night. It took us about three hours to get through. Uh, and after sleeping on it, I woke up next month. Oh, that was actually really enjoyable. So the idea is you've got two players. You're not technically playing the same game, you're just kind of playing 
together and the way the game sets it up is you both have to answer a couple of questions to set the the right sort of scenario up for each of you and one player plays in the past one player plays in the future and the person in the future has got a cube in front of them that's got various gizmos and buttons and stuff on it and the person in the past uh, which i didn't put this together great the other day i'm assuming you probably did but the yeah. person in the past is inside that cube and uh, so so the just because of, I, yeah. I was i was spinning the cube around uh to to go to the different panels and then graham was able to spin the cube itself and, and press different buttons and you have to work together so i'll have like a clue in my time that i'll read out or tell graham about and then he let, that'll uh, sort of relate to something on the cube that he'll press and then that will solve his part of the puzzle and then he'll read something out to me and then that will relate to something in the past and i'll click and, and find the item or you know solve the clue or whatever um and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. It was not quite as good as something like We Were Here, which I really enjoyed, but it was yeah. interesting, an interesting different sort of layout to that sort of co-op puzzle element because it's, it's effectively a point and click game, but mm. you need the other person to help you. You can't do it on your own. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on it, Greg? What, what did you sort of enjoy about it? I thought it was quite clever that you were connected without actually being connected. As you said, mm. all you do is you pick the same kind of uh, intro bit and that allows yeah. you to sort of have a setup that works with each other. So you, you're not physically connected to each other's game. Mm. You're just set up the same way. Like you, you're reading from the same book as such. So it does play out in the same way. Yeah. I thought that was quite clever. Um, as expected, you, you completely damned me on one of them with your bloody hot acid as you're falling asleep playing through it. Yes, I mean, I was very well. Without getting into it, it's been a long weekend. I was absolutely shattered by the time we started it. Uh, Ian's muted, but he, I'm sure he's trying to give me some shit. But I was. <clears> um, excuses. Yeah, I had that where I I completely whiffed the fucking puzzle. It was staring me straight in the face, and I just could not see it for love nor money. But then, <laughs> on the opposite, same on the fucking things happening here, Jay. I keep reading out the same code, going back to the yeah. same bit again. We're going around in circles, but then we had the same thing with that the other code that i read to you and i was like i've got no other clues here and you were like i don't know what to do and then yeah you were that like, oh, was the game being a dick no nah, you can't yeah no 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 because you have to go to the computer screen it says has the person in the past completed this bit and if you don't click enter on that bit then it goes green okay it's completed i was like he should be confirming yeah. that not me exactly we were going around in circles there's like, nothing to do nothing to do oh, yeah. okay, I, I had to confirm each of them that he'd done each of them before it would process on to the next bit but yeah that was but my was, um, my whiff but my whiff was nowhere yeah. near like yours i was like are you sure but, yeah, one of the acid the, shouldn't be hot the, the, oh there yeah was one, <laughs> there was one point but i think it was when we were stuck on your part where i, li I literally like my head was just like rolling back I was like, so tired <laughs> i just can't uh, i've got to carry on um but we end up finishing like i said it's really good really enjoyed uh that sort of co-op puzzle element there's a second mode uh, it's, it's like being the butterfly is it yeah and we played on the, the b, b if i remember rightly yeah. and if you go through as a butterfly it's a different set of solutions and stuff um, so I'd be interested to see what that looks like. But Ross, you you said you played some with one of your friends as well. I haven't played it yet. No, we've got it installed on the iPad to play, but we haven't had a chance to jump into it yet. Okay. So um, yeah, so I'd be very interested to see what you think once you've actually got onto it because it, I've really enjoyed. Like I said, we were here and uh, was it, what was it Escape Academy we played for Project yes, Game Pass? It was. Um, okay, yeah. And yeah, I've really enjoyed that sort of co-op puzzle thing where you both got to work together and. This was just another example of that. So, yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, this was, we played it on PC. It's not on Xbox yet, 
but it is coming to Xbox at some point uh, in the near future. But as Graham said just now, the way it's set up, you can play cross-play with anyone because you don't have to be physically or like technically connected. You just need to set it up correct so you've both got the alternate scenarios. Uh, yeah, very clever and really, really enjoyable. And quite freaky as well. Quite a lot of uh, jump scares and uh, <laughs> like weird, weird <laughs> you... and stuff. <laughs> it's supposed to be jump scares, but they're all so weak. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very weak <laughs> jump yeah. I was like, he's just popped up right on the screen, but I was like, not even a rah, just a <laughs> right close <laughs> the screen. I was like, yeah, I could see that coming. It's not a scare. <laughs> but the story it's, itself it's... is a bit creepy. Yeah, it's it's supposed to carry on. Apparently, that this developer Rusty Lake have made several games, and it's sort of like they're all tied together. But you wouldn't know that unless you'd obviously played the other games, and it's all a bit odd and bizarre. But yeah, really enjoyed, really enjoyed that co-op puzzle experience. So definitely check that out on PC if you can. It's it's only a couple of quid as well, I think. So well worth a well worth a pickup. Uh, and the only other one I've been playing, another puzzle game, but solo this time, Entropy Center, the Entropy Center, which is a first-person puzzler in similar sort of style to something like portal but the hook here is you solve the puzzles in reverse so if you're watching the trailer now you can see you've got like a gun and when you aim it at certain items it basically reverses time for up to i think it's up to 38 seconds so weird number say say a bridge has fallen down you aim at it and it'll it'll sort of bring it back up and put it back in place and then you can walk across or uh, you walk into a room and something falls towards you and before it crushes you to death, you grab it and you reverse it and it goes back up and, and you sort of can walk past safely. Uh, but it also is used for, again, if you're watching the train now, there's cubes and stuff and you pick up the cube and as you move it around, that second counter counts up until you get to the maximum. And then once you've finished like moving it around, then you hit it with the gun and you it, re- it sort of reverses what you've just done. And so you've almost got to solve the puzzles backwards. So if you've got two switches, say one opens a door and one opens a, a bridge or one lifts a bridge, for example, you've got to put it on so it opens the door first, then the bridge, and then reverse it so that it opens then opens the bridge and then the door so you can go through. And it's quite trippy to get your head round, but I'm quite enjoying it so far. I'm, I think I'm only on chapter six or seven out of, I think it's 15 chapters. Um, but it's, yeah, it's pretty clever. I've, I'm, I'm finding some of the solutions are a bit, rinse and repeat at times because there's no there's an element of sort of physics and like mixing up to it but effectively you figure out what the puzzle is and you just do it backwards and there's it's not too much in the way of like proper getting stuck or proper like logic is more like well there's a button there there's a button there so i've got to press that one first then that one first okay right let's just pick it up and carry it around um but this, yeah, I am enjoying it, and I definitely want to see how they improve or uh, add more elements to it the, late, the further on we get. It's uh, a bit samey. It's, it's so far, yeah, a lot because there's some puzzles. The whole idea is you're in a, uh, the entropy center, which is it, it thrives on people solving puzzles to create energy, which then undoes real world events. So, without spoiling too much, early on the Earth gets destroyed. And the whole point of this entropy center is to undo things that destroy the earth so they can go back and then tell people, you know, in 20 days, an asteroid's going to hit. So you've got 20 days to figure out how to stop it. Uh, but when you're there, it sort of destroys the earth and you've got to then build up the entropy center to undo what's happened. Um, but they only result, they only rely on the puzzles that you're solving. 
everything else, like like I said, bridges collapsing or things falling down and stuff is all just additional stuff that doesn't result in that. Um, but yeah, the puzzles themselves are very samey so far because, like I said, you're literally just pressing a couple of buttons but doing it backwards and then re- reversing your your sort of uh, process. Uh, but it's good. It looks good. It's, it apparently, it's only developed by one guy as well. It definitely looks like a, a, a like a multi multi team <laughs> yeah, effort. Yeah, that does um, look. Yeah, for one person, one man. Yeah, it, it looks really good, and the, and the story is quite funny as well. There's one point again, not spoiling too much, but you you have to pick up a cube and throw it, and your little AI companion goes yeet, and the woman's like, "What did you just say?" And it goes yeet. It means, as she goes, "I know what it means. Don't say it again." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, deleted yeet from your from my uh, um my glossary of, of of terms. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's quite funny. It's quite interesting. But I, hopefully, it, it gets a bit more varied later on because, as I said, for now, it's sort of uh, a bit repetitive in in terms of solving the actual puzzles as well. It does look like one thing I do want to try. So, yeah, definitely give it a try. Def- uh, at the very least, it's well worth a well worth a look. Um, yeah, that's about it because time is our enemy and we haven't got enough time to play all of the things we want to play. <coughs> Anyone else got anything else want to bring up before we get on to the, the sort of final segments of the show? No, I suppose I've Yeet. Ticked off my box. Yeah, yeet. <laughs> yeah, yeet indeed. Let's yeet, yeet. ourselves to the, to the final section. So uh, as Ross alluded to earlier on, our sort of uh, main part of the, what we do here at Xbox Tavern is write reviews on XboxTavern.com. We've, we've had several go up, including Ian's Arkanoid uh, review, which he gave a 6.6. Fuck, took you about a week to put it up, though. Make me <laughs> give me time. Get on, you know, I'm a busy man. Uh, I'll get bullied for it, you know. I'll give you one. I know, I know. Uh, Mr. Daniel uh, reviewed Warhammer 40,000 Shooters Blood and Teeth, which is I, I previewed earlier this year, I think. Uh, quite a fun little 2D thing. Gave it 7.5. Corey reviewed them, Dems Fighting Herds, which is a 2D fighter with like an, uh, cow, cow, oh, fucking hell, cows and horses and all sorts of weird creatures fighting. Uh, and we've also got Bones of Halloween by Graham, who reviewed that. Uh, gave it a 4.2. I played some earlier on, Greg, to get those Chivos. Uh, yeah. I needed for my rewards. It's not very good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say this. I mean, it's incredibly basic, and I probably would have enjoyed it a bit more if I could invert the controls, but I couldn't, so I had to struggle through. Trying to... How many times did you try to zoom in to find him? Then um, I didn't because I knew it didn't work, so I just <laughs> <laughs> literally just did a, the, the bare minimum I had to do to get the chivos, and I was out. Um, yeah, we got invert the controls. Oh, JB I... Proud, I, I was showing my father-in-law how to play Minecraft, and he had to invert the controls. <sighs> Don't do it. Good man. Good man. I've always liked him. Um, I've not met him yet, but I've always I've always known he was he was a good met man. Him once at the wedding. Uh, well, yeah, probably, but that was a long, long time ago. You were hammered as well, longer Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, go check them out. We've got plenty more reviews coming up this week. I've written another one for Pass Within, and I've also got a few more that are scheduled for the week. So please do check them out. And we'll go from there. So if you don't want to read our reviews, which you should obviously, because they're wonderful and everybody's lovely but we want to play games instead. That's a much better use of your time, I think. So if you want to play games that come to Game Pass, Ross, what's coming out this month, please? Um, an irrelevant... Well, we'll go for ones that just came out the last couple of days. So some irrelevant title called Vampire Survivors. Uh, that Wonderful. came out 10. Uh, Flight Simulator 40th Anniversary was November 11th. Uh, Pentiment, which I think is the big hype game for this month. Um mm-hmm. November 15th, as well as Somerville, and then last but not least, we've got Gungrave GORE on the 22nd of November. 
I'm very excited to jump into Somerville in a couple of days because uh, we all like a bit of limbo and inside. And this is some, from some of the people who created that. And it looks very good. Uh, reviews will be out very soon. Obviously, it comes out in a couple of days. Uh, and I've, yeah, I'm hearing good things so far. So we'll go from there. I've, I've not played it yet, but looking forward to jumping in. Ian, it's not all good news, though. Things are coming, but things are also going. Tell us. Yes, sad time. Things are leaving. So we've got Art of Valley, um, Fate Tactics, Next Space Rebel, One Step from Eden, Superland, and Subnautica. They're all leaving very, very soon. So if, as you're hearing this, you've got about a day and a half to play them. Uh, so get in there at least, like Just I said last week. At least Wait. Superland. You must check, must play that. It's fucking awesome. Graham, yes. <clears throat> people who aren't cool, you know, down with the kids, getting the game games with, uh, Game Pass and the Game Pass Ultimate. They've got games of gold. Tell us what they can yes. pick up for free this month. Well, you've got Bomber Crew for the next two days. It ends on November 15th, so pick it up before that disappears. And then you've also got Praetorians HD Remaster from November the 1st to the 30th. And Dead End Job comes available on November the 16th to December the 15th. Nice. So go get them free gold, free games of gold because why the hell not? They're free. Yeah, why not? Free games. Renew your subscriptions and pick them up regardless. Um, but I believe we've done it once again. We're a man down, but we've done yet another podcast, gentlemen. How Hold on. How Two more to go. To the, one more to go to the quiz. One it's more. Yes, we, sh- we should have plugged that at the top, really. But yes, yeah, the quiz come back 100. Two weeks from now. Uh, we're going to. Uh, Ian's going to be the man with the, the questions. The rest of us are going to be the ones with hopefully at least a couple of answers. I've been told it's too difficult, so that'll be fun. Ross is going to predict the future a couple of times. Exactly. So yes. Check, listen in for that. Uh, we'll be doing that in, like I said, what's the date? Sorry, I forget exactly. Two weeks, 27th. 27th. Uh, 27th of November, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so episode 99th next week, and then 100th the week after for the quiz. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Um, but as for now, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. If you made this far, you're a fucking hero. We love you. You can follow us at Xbox Tamil on Twitter while that's still a thing. Discord, uh, Patreon, Facebook, all sorts of places. Just just ask Jeeves to find it for you. Although, actually, don't ask Jeeves because I tried asking Jeeves the other day. Fucking hell, that's a shit show, isn't it? Yeah. I thought I better actually do it since I keep people, telling people to do it. And fuck it, it gave me no relevant information whatsoever. So just Google it instead. Um, Xbox Tavern, you'll find where we are. XboxTavern.com for reviews. YouTube.com slash Xbox Tavern official. Uh, but for now, you can find me. I'm going to give you my gamer tag this week because slightly differently rather than Twitter, because obviously that's going to fall apart. Enexan, simple as that, on, on game uh, Xbox Live. Search up, find us, give us a, a, a friend request, that'd be lovely. Uh, oh, actually, before we go, I've just noticed there's a quick question dropped in, right at the end. Oh! Whoa, happy Cloud Gamer on YouTube. Hi, Happy Cloud Gamer. He says, how does the panel feel about xCloud? I use it every day more than my Xbox Series X. Are you mad? More than your Series X, but... He is called Happy Cloud Gamer. That shows, yeah. yeah. That shows the quality <laughs> of the cloud, I suppose. Um, we, I mean, we were talking about playing Vampire Survivors. We talk about it most weeks playing. Um, Ian, your thoughts on it? Cloud, do you play it much? Yeah, I do a lot. Of, well, play when I'm at work mainly. I've got my classic uh, Kishi here, so I do use it a lot. Got a nice little p- pouch for it. Nice. So, yep. Yeah, always, I'm always using it, so I like it. It does help that you know when you want to do two things at once. Yeah. Just, just let you. Yeah. So when you're on the go. Can I play and I've noticed now it doesn't take too much of my data, so I can obviously I can't play like every day, but I can play every now and again. And as long as I'm yeah. adult, why? I, I think the one I got most started on recently was the 
is it Microsoft Rewards for giving you points for getting an achievement in Plague Tale Requiem? Is that the new one? Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's now gave me the bug to go back and play the original. Original's um, banging. Yeah, so that's like the cloud is what I was jumping into play Plague Tale. Um, so no, it's a really happy with how the xCloud works on the iPhone and um, now that we've actually got it up and running everywhere um, I do feel if it keeps sort of working as well as it does and I'm enjoying it as much I do need to invest in some sort of keypad quiche backbone type idea yeah there are lots of uh, lots of decent controller solutions out there I was using I forget what it's, like a, um, the Power A one that I was using yeah. I think it was. Yeah. It's, it's fucking brilliant and it let me play Playtale, like you said, while I was on holiday in Florida, I, I was laying in bed uh, yeah, after a long day at the theme parks. Everyone's asleep. I just have a quick game, play the best. That's, it, that's good. When you, just, when you don't want to get the Xbox, and you don't want to be all that. Just you want to lie in bed to be lazy. Some of the games just work perfectly for it. Yeah, and it's especially like I said, Vampire Survivors. Fucking, I, I can't think of a more perfect game for a quick cloud game, uh, cl- cloud game session than Vampire Survivors. Gray, are you enjoying some cloud gaming? Uh, well, I'm at home the majority, so generally I tend to stream from the, the thing rather than play it on cloud. But now I have a new fancy device to play it on. There's no reason why I can't test out a bit more cloud action. But the same boat as Ross, I need to find the, the right kind of adapter to sort of yeah. play that. Well, the the ways of Akishi is really good. I yeah, because they've, they've just brought a second one out of that, haven't they? The new, yeah, I think there's, the, is there the, anyone out of these? They've just brought a second version out for the iPhone, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's there's yeah. there's so many different versions. Like I've, I've been lucky enough to review a couple of them, uh, and some of the other guys have, have checked out some others as well. Uh, but yeah, if if you if you're going to play it a lot, you definitely need to invest. They're quite expensive. Yeah, you do yeah, need to invest in. Well, I was so going to yeah. say, I think yeah. the new one's a hundred pound for the the Kisha. Yeah, I think the 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 couple that I've been sent have been about hundred or quid for each of them, but. They work really well, and the battery life on them is tremendous. And the one that I was playing with earlier on, if you've got a wireless charging control uh, phone, sorry, it actually charges your phone while you play as well. Yeah, so oh, you've got no idea. worries about sort of your battery. I mean, I don't have a wireless charging phone, but if you do have one, even better, you know, brilliant. Um, got an Nokia yeah. to ten, haven't you? <laughs> it's one of those ones that, yeah, the, the, like the keyboard slips out the side of it. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, no, cloud gaming is great, and and it's such a like we said before with like Stadia, it's a nice addition to having your consoles rather than just no. being the sole way to play your games yeah. because it's it, it's certainly not ideal all the time. And there's certainly been times recently where I've been playing and obviously the kids have been watching something and the missus has been doing something and the network just goes, no, I can't do all Loved this it. at once. Yeah, This but, is too much data being yeah. used. <clears throat> but yeah, generally, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. And it's a great way to just jump into something for a little while while you're playing. Or while you've got nothing else to do, and then go from there. So, thank you very much, Happy Cloud Gamer, for checking us out and for asking a wonderful question. Yes, cheers, Happy. Nice. Anyone else want to do the same? Please feel free uh, for next week for episode 99th, because right now we're going to wrap up so we can all go to bed because we're old men and we need our beauty sleep. Uh, I'll Find yeah, myself, uh, <laughs> sharp you, young man. Uh, find us on uh, Xbox Live, uh, Enaxan, and that'd be wonderful. Uh, you can find Graham at Graham Reaper. Ian. You can find me on Twitter and Xbox at Nutty Ray. W-R-A-Y. And Scottish Graph uh, Ross. So Xbox, Chaotic 8389 for my Xbox. Nice, nice. So, yeah, when are you going to change the Scottish Graph? I've, I need to check to see if it's viable. Plus, I don't really want to pay another 7 99 to get it changed. 
<laughs> and one, one final Just comment from uh, Happy Cloud Gamer. He's in Norway, Scandinavia. Norway, that's wow. awesome. Hi. Nice. Hi, fantastic. See, it's always nice. We share the love across the globe, you know. And again, come back next week and check us out again. That'd be wonderful. Exactly. Uh, but right, right now, I'm tired and I've got to get up to bed. So I've uh, got to get for work. So good night, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Have see a good week, Thank everybody. You very much. Bow, 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 bow.